0: Welcome to the Feedback Force podcast, the game design analysis podcast of the End Defender community. I'm Kelso, and I'm Kyla,
1: and I'm Carl.
0: You and... only
2: stumbled over that
0: just a little bit. I know it's been a while since I've done the intro. It's 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 been a couple of been a couple of weeks. I had to think yeah. for a second which one was the one, <laughs> but I did it, and we're leaving it in. Yep, you did a good job. I could have I could have edited that tiny pause out. If you hadn't <laughs> brought attention to it. <laughs> but, would you have though, would you have taken the time to edit that out? I might I mean if it if it had sounded weird enough, but we're past that point. <laughs> There's no going back. There's no Yolo! going back. Yes. YOLO as fuck. As as the kids say these days. I, think
2: it was, uh, YOLO-ade.
0: I don't um, I am too old for lived- that.
2: Only live once and die eternally. Oh, <laughs> I think I saw that on Twitter.
0: <laughs> that sounds like something that would come out of Twitter.
2: Well, I'm sorry that it has been uh, as what has been three weeks, four weeks. I'm not sure. It's
0: fine though. A while. Though.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's mostly my fault because I have been uh, traveling for
0: work. Well, yeah, but it's. Uh, I mean, it's not like you can do anything about that, so
2: yeah still, yeah. Um, cool. rather be here podcasting with you guys versus in a plane flying across the other coast. Um, but I'm back now. I was in Philly and then I was in Phoenix, and now I don't have to fly out of state for a while. so hey.
0: that's... that's good. I bet Phoenix sucked for you weather. know
2: you know i I think I inherently am a desert dweller. <laughs> I really like the weather in Phoenix. That's fair. Um, Because it's sunny, at least, and yeah, it's hot, but every place is, like, air-conditioned like crazy. I guess that's Uh, true.
0: We don't really have a lot of air-conditioning here.
2: Yeah. And it's just, like, it's it's sunny. It's sunny all the time, and I miss the sun so much. (laughs) And I like being warm. You can, like, stand out, just, like, sit outside and, like, sun yourself. Also, they have monsoon season right now, so it's actually, like their weather is different than usual they're getting a lot of like flash floods and things
0: oh, but that's, yeah that's interesting yeah i actually like was thinking uh, the other night because like i've almost graduated i'm moving back to colorado like at the end of september and i was thinking man i'm kind of disappointed that i don't get another seattle winter because the seattle winters are just dark and cold and rainy and that's everything i want out of weather <laughs> <laughs> well you should just stay here then. Nah. Why you gotta go to Colorado? I miss Colorado too much. Ah, uh, alright.
2: We for real though, we like need to make a pact that you and I need to meet in person before you leave Seattle. We probably
0: be, should do that, yeah.
2: That would be too sad if like <laughs> we were here this whole time and we never met.
0: I know. Yeah, we should we should we should plan that out. But not on the podcast. <laughs> not on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so You've been working, Carl? You moved?
1: Yeah. A small one-room apartment.
0: Nice. That's what I've got as well. It's cozy.
2: You like it? Is it everything you ever dreamed?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I have like five minutes to school rather than three hours.
0: Oh
2: yeah,
1: that's,
0: <laughs> that's
2: good. That, yeah, that counts for a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Geez,
2: you were doing a three-hour to school? I guess I... Yeah, pretty much. Were you staying on campus, or were you driving that, like, on a daily basis?
1: Um, like, sometimes I did, like, a daily basis, but most of the time I could do a lot of uh, at home, and I tried to study a lot on the train.
0: Oh, yeah. If If you're taking a train, that's, like, that's slightly less bad because you can do whatever but mm-hmm. that's still that's still a lot of time. Yeah, that's an insane commute. That's off to you. Yeah, well, congratulations on not having to do that commute anymore. Yay. <laughs> yeah, you did it.
1: Now I'm gonna become lazy instead.
2: <laughs> that's the dream. That's living the dream.
0: Yep. Just being able to be lazy. Ah, uh, oh, man,
2: I miss laziness.
0: Yeah. That's the worst part about being an adult. <laughs> it's a lot harder to be lazy. Yeah.
2: I mean you can do it, but then you like don't get to eat and stuff. Yeah. Which is a is a pretty harsh punishment.
1: Yeah. Eating is overrated.
2: <laughs> I disagree. I think eating is underrated.
0: Yeah. It's pretty important. <clears throat> Kitty. Sorry, the cat is just sitting in my lap, and he's like pressing his damp nose against my chin. Oh, kitty loves you. He does.
2: And not to. Well, so so the past two weeks I've been traveling, mm-hmm. um, and the like. Main thing I've been doing to keep myself sane is like hanging out in people's stream chats. Nice. I'm like, oh God, I have no one to talk to. I am all alone in the universe. Let's see who's streaming. So like my friend Britt streamed a bunch of Dream Daddies and uh watched some of that and watched Seanbo stream his thing and
0: Nice. I've been I've been it's... thinking about doing some streams because like I've got fewer I've I've got fewer classes than I ever have this quarter. And one of them is an extremely important class because it's like grad portfolio class. But mm-hmm. <laughs> other than that, I've just got like one fun class. Nice. So, I've been thinking about streaming, but I just haven't done it yet.
2: Yeah, um Eve White suggested that uh, we stream this podcast. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could stream it on my end. Like, I I mean, yeah, that's also have to take care of the stream setup. But I was like, uh, I wonder if like we would really add anything to this by having
0: a visual. I mean, we might, but at the same time, it's like we we have a sort of consistent starting time, but it's not like super consistent. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, I guess it's it's not like. I, I immediately thought like, oh no, I gotta like have my camera on and I gotta look presentable, which I guess isn't actually true. Yeah, that
2: was that was the biggest one for me. My first thought was, ah, we'd all have to wear pants, though. Right.
0: <laughs> like I haven't I haven't touched my hair since I woke up. Uh, I went to the grocery store like this, and I'm like, I don't care. It's fine. Like whatever. It's the grocery store. <laughs> I'm I'm beyond caring what people think of my appearance when I'm buying ice cream. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I don't... <laughs>
2: I kind of have a one-up on you guys on that front, because I I stream immediately beforehand, so...
0: That's true.
2: I'm, I could just, like, go from one stream to another, but yeah, I could... I, I thought about it, and I'm like that seems like i don't know if that would make it harder for kelso to do the editing and if that would like encourage us to do like less radio type things if we could actually see each other yeah i don't know but anyway i, I don't think it would. I don't in think... the
0: back of your mind yeah i don't think it would make editing any any more difficult but yeah i don't know yeah that's something to consider hmm but that's not what we're doing right now. Right now we're nope. just recording it. Yeah. So if
2: you're if you're listening to this and you're like, wait, there's a video of it? No, not this one. Nope. <laughs> this one's just uh... Also I I feel like if we were doing it, like I wouldn't bother saving out VODs. I would say like if you wanna tune in live, you can tune in live. Otherwise you can just listen to the podcast. That's yeah. why it's a podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know I know I've seen some podcasts that are streamed and they do have like they have a VOD version and then they have just the audio version. I'm like, wh- why? What's the point? <laughs> What's the point of both? Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess I could. See you can have cool. an older video. Yeah. I, I guess. You can they... hear
1: us talking. Yes, see us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Close video captioning. only, no audio, is what you're saying. <laughs> it,
0: it would be interesting to see how yeah. YouTube would um like auto caption us. <laughs> because YouTube's auto captions are not great.
1: Hmm. What do you mean? They're perfect.
0: Yeah. In some senses of that word, I suppose. <laughs> they're they're some kind of perfect, yeah. Hmm. Well, but should we talk about a game?
2: Let's talk about a game that we played. Yeah. Carl, you want to introduce the game that we played? It was yours, right? Or was it or was this Kelso's? Whose game was this?
1: I don't remember. I don't think it was mine.
0: Kelso, you want to introduce this game since I think it was yours? I think, I think, see, okay, here's what I think happened. I think, um, Carl suggested a different game that was sort of similar. And then, possibly. I think that might have been it. Yeah, I think it was that one. And then I saw this one and somehow my brain thought that he had also suggested this one. Uh, But yeah, we, we played uh, Burly Man at Sea. Which is... Which is not the same thing as Old Man's Journey. No, no it is not. Um, it's a minimalist. It's sort of a mix. I, I guess it's sort of halfway between being a point and click and like a visual novel, where you play three bearded sailing brothers who the beard brothers. The beard brothers. They all have their their names are all a trait, and then beard is their last name, uh, and and they go on sailing adventures and they fill in books in a coffee shop owned by a mysterious old man who is also bearded. So it's basically just a game about sort of exploring the sea and getting getting different stories and sort of seeing all these cute little scenarios that, that play out on the ocean.
2: Yep. Yeah. And I imagine we can probably go through, like, each of the three uh, scenarios... Or three. Each of the, like, individual, you know, scenario... Uh, like, decision points yeah. as, as part of this. But uh, first, let's talk about the mechanics, because the mechanics in this game were super weird. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, guess,
1: it, it was totally made for phones, yeah. right? It,
2: it oh, was. Oh, was it? That would make so much more sense. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, basically all of the <laughs> mechanics crap. are, like, you, you tap on stuff or you, like, you click on stuff, or you click and drag. Uh are you under attack? You know, it's funny because this happened in a in a previous episode a long time ago, and I think you said the exact same thing. But no, uh, it's just it's just seafare again, which is the thing that happens here. Oh, right uh and 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 the blue angels are just kind of having having the time uh, I guess well. I guess I guess they don't uh make it as far over as as where you are like I think I think they mostly like are on the waterfront and then they come up here to like loop around and go back to the waterfront
2: see.
0: yeah <laughs> so
2: huh?
0: i hadn't I hadn't heard them uh yet today.
2: Is this once a year? Is the last time I asked you about this last year?
0: I think it. I think it might have been. Was it the year before? I think it might have been the year before. And How then, long have we been doing this podcast? Like, you know, have
1: we? two years. Jesus. A bit more.
0: What? That's impossible. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think we started in two
2: thousand fifteen. Two years says the last upload thing. Jesus, you guys, we've been doing this a while. Sorry, <laughs> that took me by surprise.
0: We were talking about the touch mechanics on uh, on this game. That's what and happens. Also, that's what happens when we get you. distracted. Yeah, it's so it's like it's click or it's like click and drag, which is on on mobile. It's it's touch and like touch touch drag, which mm-hmm. would I think would feel better, but as it stands it's not too bad on pc yeah,
2: you have to grab and drag things with the mouse but the the like the way that usually manifests is that there's like a little vignette circle in the middle of the screen that sh- that you're like looking at and if you want to go in a direction you grab the edge of the circle and like widen it into like a streak so that you reveal things that are to the side and then the character's move in that direction i just Definitely yeah. not something I've ever seen anywhere
0: else. I thought it was. I thought it was cool, um, just in terms of design, um, mm-hmm. like the, the whole aesthetic of this game. Like I said, it's it's minimalistic, but I, I have a lot of respect for people who can who can do minimalistic art and do it well because it's hard. Like it's really hard to convey what you want to convey, especially. Uh, in this sense, where there's a lot of there's a lot of really fantastical stuff going on, mm-hmm. and to just yeah, every, everything was almost more like an icon than a, yeah. than a visual character. Yeah, and to be able to convey that easily, like uh, with with as little as they have, is was really impressive to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know the 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 movement thing was interesting, and. I liked it, I guess. I mean, it, it's not like, this is amazing. But yeah, they did something different and it worked out.
2: Cool. It was definitely different. Now I think, like, maybe my experience would have felt very different had I done it on mobile. I feel like I, I this game, like, the PC controls don't quite do it justice. Because there's definitely... My main problem with it was like I thought that was interesting but it's like really inconsistently implemented like sometimes you have to hold all the way to the side and keep holding for them to keep moving and sometimes you just have to hold it for a little bit and then you can let go and they'll move on their own and sometimes you just have to tap on things and sometimes you have to tap on things and hold them and it's it's really poorly cued when any of these things is the case Yeah,
0: I, I will agree with that I I definitely ran into some issues where I'm like, "Well, I'm I'm interacting with it, but I don't know if I'm interacting <laughs> properly." <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know if I'm actually doing anything, or if I'm making progress, or if like what the if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, or.
0: Yeah, I, I also felt like as as a I think I think I would have enjoyed this more as a mobile game as well, just because as a PC game, it's I don't want to say I, I, I didn't enjoy it because I did. But it's, it's just hard for me to sit down to something like this, especially after I had already gotten a handful of endings, and I felt mm-hmm. like I sort of had the gist of the game. Yeah. And it was kind of hard for me to, like, sit down and get the rest of them, when it's like, you have all of these other few hundred games that you could play, like, don't you want <laughs> right to play any of those other games? But, you know, if it, if it was on my phone, I've got so many lunch breaks that I just don't do anything like I just I just dick around and look at Twitter, and it would have been so easy for me to just be like, well, I guess I'll get another ending, kill some time.
2: Yeah, so I could definitely see that being sort of the appropriate way, not the appropriate way, but like a a f- uh, fulfilling way to play this game versus like I'm gonna sit down and work through all the permutations of the story.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so
2: because it's really a game about either playing it once and having a cute half hour experience or like journeying around trying to get all the permutations
1: of the story
0: yeah which
1: I mean I personally hate like these repeating the game getting different stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: because uh, it just I... feels like it becomes a different story each time and there is no main story or something
2: yeah, I mean, that's sort of the point, right? Like, that's the that's what the characters talk about, is like, you know, each journey is, like, is its own story and is a unique thing, and,
1: like... I guess, but I just feel like it renders the story overall pointless to some degree.
2: I guess I could see that perspective. I didn't feel that way. But uh, for me, the main problem with the repeating story was that it just got really tedious after a while, because yeah. a lot of the stories have the, some of the same scenes in common, especially, like, the very beginning and the very end. I think, like, for all that there's, like, 12 different stories, uh, story permutations, there's only, like, two endings, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, like, it got really boring having, having to walk through all of those again and again.
0: Yeah. I- I'm just glad that I... <laughs> That I never had to do the same exact story twice. Like I was, I was very careful to not <laughs> to not do that because that would have been really annoying to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, should, I go should we go through the permutations? Yeah, let's go through the permutations. So at the very beginning, the the three brothers find a message in a bottle. Okay.
2: The three brothers, by the way, uh, Steady Beard, Brave Beard, and Hasty Beard.
0: Hasty Beard, yes, Um, and they all their their personality is all related to their names, as you might expect. (laughs) So, so basically, they find this this bottle message and they take it around to everyone in town, asking like, "What is this?" Hey, hey, buddy, do you know what this is? So they finally talk to the guy in the coffee shop, who. Is basically just looks like them but has a gray beard, implying that he is an old man who has had adventures, and he tells it's a map. I think is what he tells them. It's been a long time since I've seen this this first like scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a map, but they have to fill it out themselves. So he basically just tells them go go get on your boat, have an adventure, and then then they do. <laughs> um, so, but which adventure is sort of up to you. Yeah, basically. So, the first thing that happens, every time, is that you get eaten by a whale. Uh, and inside of the whale, there are these nymphs, who are waiting. They're just there waiting. They, they have a campfire, and they're waiting. Uh, so, you have to figure out a way to get out of the whale. Uh, and you have three options. One of them is just to wait. With the nymphs. So you can do that. Uh, in which case you get your boat at the end The other two are You go back and in, Into like a separate room Of the whale and you you pull on The whale's I guess it's it's uvula or just a dangly A dangly yeah, I, thing I assume that's meant to be the throat and the uvula It's shaped yeah. like a uvula Yeah and, and you get sprayed out of the whale's blowhole So you can do that just as you are, or you can pick up some barrels that are conveniently located within the whale, and like wear the barrels as flotation devices. So, so each of those options basically gets you uh another like it. it each of those sends you to a different second scene.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Someone else could explain those. I'm I'm tired of <laughs> like I've talked for a long time. Someone okay. else talk. <laughs>
2: um. So the. One of the I can look through my achievements to remember what all the themes are. So if you go out um, so the three the three scene twos are uh, the jellyfish scene, the death scene, and the mountain man scene. So if you go out without the barrels, um, you exit the whale and you go with no barrels, you go you get jellyfish scene where you you swim through the ocean for a while and then you discover what you think is a green island, but turns out to be a giant jellyfish and the giant jellyfish attacks you with its tendrils. um, And you can either be grabbed by the tendrils, or you can uh, capture the tendrils and tie them up and ride the jellyfish. Uh, In the death scene, uh, you encounter death on a boat, uh, and death challenges you to a race, uh, boat race, and you can either win against death or lose against death. Um, and then in the mountain man scene, which is probably my favorite of this, of the part twos, um, you, you ride the whale and you miss your stop, uh, and get out at the last stop, which is a, an island where there is a mountain in the middle. And if you shoo the bird off the mountain, um, it turns out the mountain is actually a giant old man who's kind of dumb. Um, and he is like very excited that you are there. And he goes to get you a flower, by which he means a tree that he pulled up. Um, And you can either trick him into going to get a second tree and run back to your boat, or you can trick him into throwing the tree with you on it to prove how far he can throw.
0: I I love that old mountain man.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of great. Carl, you want to do some of the scene threes?
1: I'm trying to remember them.
2: Uh, start with, let's see, um, if you get thrown, one of the things you can do is uh, you end up, if you get thrown, you end up in the water with the leviathan, with the jaws. Oh, did, I, did all of us here actually get all the endings?
0: I did, I did not. Oh yeah, I. You said that you had it. I was like, now I have to. So I did, (laughs) which is fine because I had already gotten like maybe half of them. So it was just a matter of getting through, getting through the rest of,
1: the rest of them. So I did pretty much half of them, and then it felt like a shore.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. (laughs) That's super fair. Yeah. So, so So Did you get the leviathan? Oh. Okay. so you want to take the leviathan? Yeah, so the leviathan is you're, you're floating on the tree that the giant has thrown you on, and basically a, a giant pair of jaws, like, snaps around the tree and it gets stuck. So you can either pull the jaws uh, open or close. So if you pull them closed, the the tree snaps and the brothers get, like, rocketed away into another part of the ocean. And if you pull the jaws open, it's—I don't know—the leviathan like dies. It just leaves yes. you alone. It's sort of difficult to tell. It makes some really yeah, sad noises.
2: Yeah, it makes an injured noise and goes away.
0: Yeah, and then you just kind of continue to uh, float
2: on what, the
0: tree. What happens after that? Is that the so end? That's
2: what—that's well, the end. Yeah, so the I end. think the the flying away leads you to the. There's the two endings. There's there's the underwater ending and the surface water ending Mm -hmm. basically so keeping the tree intact is the surface water ending and getting flung off of it is the underwater ending
0: yeah and and basically both endings are the same you at at some point you encounter this sort of mythical sea serpent who says hey congratulations this is the end of your adventure but there are still more adventures to go and then you end up on an island you walk across the island And uh, at the end of it There's a house and you go in and you're back in the coffee shop And you just do yep. the whole thing over
1: Yep
2: And most of the stories actually Or at least most of the turning points Have a like primary and secondary Dialogue sequence mm-hmm. So there's like the dialogue sequence of You are seeing this part of the story for the first time And then there's a dialogue sequence of Okay you've been here before We're going to give you a slightly shortened version
0: Yeah that is true or, or like a, a slightly more comical version. I know with the, uh, the yeah. jellyfish scene, it's like, well, I don't see that jellyfish around, but let's let's climb up on that island and and <laughs> and take a look, look around to double check. Yeah.
2: Um. So let's see. So that's one. So the other, um, the other mountain man ending. Uh, you stay in the boat uh, and you encounter a storm, and at the storm there are there's a set of mermaids mm-hmm. that like come up and sing and like part the storm and you can either choose to follow the mermaids or not follow the mermaids um, if you follow the mermaids uh, then your characters jump into the ocean after the mermaids
0: yeah And uh, there's women folk in the water yep I think is what is what Hasty Beard says
2: yeah and then you that's a drowning ending I think uh, or, an underwater ending mm-hmm. uh, and I think if you don't, then the storm smashes your ship and it's also uh an underwater ending. I think so.
1: I didn't know you could not follow them
2: yeah if you if you draw the curtain of rain all the way closed instead of open, um then it you just are at the mercy of the storm,
0: yeah, I did that by accident the first time, so <laughs> that's that's an example of where the the controls are a little. A little haphazard.
2: Yeah, Yeah, a little, like, I didn't realize, oh, this is how I control it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, My biggest problem with that one was uh, fighting the jellyfish. When you're trying to grab its tentacles, you have to, like, click and hold on the tentacle, Mm -hmm. which I actually ended up having to look up, because I did it once accidentally and then didn't know how I did it, so I (laughs) I looked up, like, how do you catch the tentacles?
0: Yeah, I I did the same thing. Well, I did the same thing because uh, I was on that scene- or I was on that screen for a long time, and I was like, "There's something I'm missing here." Like I would, I would get one held down, but then the rest of the time I would just be like, batting them away, and like I would okay. have my dudes getting picked up. I'm like, "I one of these things is right. I'm doing okay. something wrong, and I'm doing something right. I'm not sure which, so I looked that one up as well." Um, so let's see. That's that's the. So those are the two. Those the are two the giant ways. endings.
2: Yeah. Um. Then from the death endings. Uh, if you if death beats you, he puts you in a cave, um, and from the cave, there are you can follow the lights, um, one of which takes you out to a, like the back of the cave where do you find something to float away on? Yeah, yeah you find a like boat. a little boat tied up, mm-hmm. and you can like float, and you get an above water ending, and the other one you like dive, you get to like a. a cliff within the caves and you dive into the water and you take the tunnels out and I think that's an underwater ending.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So those are those are not very interesting endings. Yeah. And then if you let's see what happens when you when you beat death. Uh then I think you that's the maelstrom, possibly. Yeah, that's that's the maelstrom. So you you get sucked into a big old maelstrom and again, a lot of these endings are just like super binary. Either you you drag the maelstrom closed so that you pop back out at the top of the water and that's an above water ending and or you you, you drag the maelstrom open so it sucks you further down and then that's an underwater ending yeah um, Yeah,
1: it's the same as the storm
0: yeah, yeah basically. basically
1: that's true
2: yeah a lot of these end up being fairly self similar which is why I felt like it got kind of repetitive after a bit yeah I, I uh... agree and um, then the other one is there's still the the sulky ending and the music ending, which you get from um, the, from je- the which are the jellyfish endings.
0: Yeah. So I actually. So yeah. So if you if you tie up the jellyfish's tentacles, it it will be sad, and take you to land, which is adorable. And then you untie its tentacles and let it go free. Um, and it gives you a little salute, which is yep, the cutest. Yep. I love I love that boy. And you end up. <laughs> You end up in another one of my favorite scenes, which is this this cave with a waterfall. And inside of the cave behind the waterfall is an old man, and he's really, really excited to give you the thing that you have come for on your quest, which is a violin. He's giving you the gift of music, mm-hmm. and, and none of the brothers are very excited about it, because they're like, well, we're not musicians. Yeah, like, we, we don't know how to use that, yeah. sorry. Like, so, so then the guy says, okay, well, fine. You could use my raft, get out of here. Uh, and you can- you can leave and get on his raft, and that's an above-water ending. Or you can go back in to his little cave, which is what I did the first time. I was like, I wonder what'll happen if I- if I go talk to him again. And, uh, I think he just, like, kicks you out into the ocean and you get an underwater ending. no, it's even
2: worse than that. He's like, how- like, I warned you not to disturb me again. God
0: damn it. And then he sinks the whole island. Right, that's what it is. See, that that was, like, the second ending I got, so I got that one a while ago. Yeah, and then you get an underwater ending. But that was a good bit of dialogue there. Yep. Um, oh,
2: that one was very precious.
0: Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the other ending, uh, the, the jellyfish grabs you, all three of you, and it starts, it, like, drags you all underwater, and then eventually it just lets you go. And you beat you some magical seals, and they turn you into selkies, into seals, and then you, they tell- You have to
2: swim back up to the surface, but yeah. you have to be, like, good about it.
0: You have to, like, stick together, which was difficult because they didn't, they didn't really indicate that one very well, uh, mm-hmm. I felt. So either, either you do it, and you have an above water ending, or you don't, and you have a below water ending. And yep. I guess that's it. I guess that's all the endings. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and, uh, uh,
1: the there was a lot of ones cool. that was like, really hard to understand what to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the mechanics were not always communicated very clearly, which was kind of a shame. Yeah. I also had a lot of problems visually. I even looked it up to see if my game was, like, glitching out somehow. Because there's a white... A lot of the, the space has a white background. And they put white things on the white background. And it's just really hard to see. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why is this like that? Like, I get it's part of their aesthetic. But it, it felt more like... Just like there was literally a visual glitch. Um, for instance, there's a... Uh, whenever you go in any of the houses... Um, in the village... The doorway is white, and the wall is white, so you have no way of telling where you're supposed to click to leave the house again. You just have to kind of vaguely remember where the door was.
0: That's true. I think, I I feel like that probably comes from the the tendency to use a lot of desaturated colors, and if your (laughs) monitor, like, wasn't calibrated exactly for that, (laughs) then, then it just doesn't look right.
2: Yeah, like there's a the the part where the giant comes and brings you the tree. The tree is also in white and I could barely see it until the background color came back in.
0: Yeah, the trees the tree was not, not easy to see. Um, yeah, that is that is true. Some yeah. Some of the color choices may be a little uh samey.
2: Yeah, it could have there were some there were some parts where the contrast needed to be higher just to just for clarity. Like not for aesthetics. The aesthetics were fine, but just for clarity of communication, because, you know, you have to know what like what you can interact with.
0: Yeah, because now now that I'm thinking about like trying to play this on mobile, uh like especially if I'm trying to play this, you know, sitting outside of my work on a sunny day and like squinting mm-hmm. at my phone screen, <laughs> that would have been probably even worse. So yeah. yeah that's true. And something that wasn't issued are we like already having difficulty coming up with things to talk about no so i have i have some other things okay. i want to talk about um
2: so i want to talk about the tone yes um so it's it was really fascinating to me so i'm i'm so on the fence about like how i feel about this game because i have like a lot of really good things to say about it and a lot of things that really turned me off from it <laughs> um but the tone was super fascinating to me because it's like sort of fairy tale like it's like clearly meant to be this like iterative you know like fairy tale tale telling
1: mm-hmm.
2: with these sort of more like more archetype rather than nuance sort of like characters and events, yeah, and even like the the art style like definitely plays into that a whole bunch, right, because yeah. like the sea serpent at the end is is just composed of like lines that don't even make like fully enclosed shapes, yeah. Like she's she's pretty great. I kind of love that sea serpent. I kind of want a like a tattoo of that sea serpent. But anyway, um, so it so it's got this like fairy tale aesthetic, and yet it's got this like super sort of cheesy tongue-in-cheek kind of sense of humor, while at the same time still being really like earnest and not at all sarcastic about itself.
0: Yeah, it it was interesting. Like especially uh, the first. Well, I guess the first time the first ending I got was an underwater ending, and it felt like such a huge shift. Like the music was this like the underwater ending music is is a really pretty song. Like it's just this kind of like ethereal vocal melody with sort of like ambient synth sort of tones behind it. Like it, it sounds like underwater sea serpent magic lady music, you know. <laughs> And it's, you know, I think it's like, it's, it's a really pretty little scene. You go there and she talks to you and then you go back and have more adventures. And then compare that with like the Selkie scene where you have music that is composed of people making like seal dog barking noises, (laughs) which is adorable. (laughs) They did have a few of those, like, Botanicula-style, like, mouth-made
2: sound effects, I noticed. Yeah. I I, I This game
1: really reminded me of Botanicula, actually. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I got a vibe of that in some ways as well. Yeah. (laughs) When the tree branch lands and it just goes, like, splush.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it's, it's not... So inconsistent as to bother me, but it's the it's totally inconsistent enough that I noticed it as well. It was like, "Oh, we're doing this now! Like we're doing goofy, happy, like dog barking seal music yep. versus and- like magic, magic underwater lady music." You know.
2: And there was a like when you're talking to the um to the the three nymphs inside the whale, um. Like it some of it's like very mysterious and ethereal, and some of it's like the uh you know the the hasty hasty beard takes a torch from the fire, and he's like, "Nope, I got this, we're cool, uh see ya yeah, and and there's I will a one- say,
1: I think the game really, really shines when it's this goofy style,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a cute sense of humor. I enjoyed it very much when it was being funny, yeah. Um, don't they start talking about like potatoes and biodiversity the first time you fall asleep
0: with the nymphs? I don't remember
1: there's something like that at least
0: <laughs> some something to that effect, oh, yeah. the nymphs were interesting they were ba- basically like mythical hippies, kind of
2: yeah, yeah. and it's and they sort of like they play it like the the um you know, at, at one point, they play it like the their they worship this whale that they're inside and it's the the barnacled one and they sort of speak mystically. But then also when you get off of it, they play it off like the whale is basically a train. Yeah. It's like, last stop, passengers, please embark with your belongings. Disembark <laughs> with your belongings.
0: I did... Uh, I, they had a lot of really good transitions in the game and that was one of them where it's like white text on this sort of grayish-brown background and then like, a wedge of white opens up and just, like, you know, obscures the text and then that's the whale's mouth opening and you just sail out. I was like, oh, man, that was really well done.
2: It yeah. was a good, a...
0: good transition. Yeah, the visuals
2: of this are, like, super distinctive. It's another thing that I definitely, like, haven't seen anywhere else, like a game that looks quite like this. Yeah. Um, except, actually, and this is segue into another thing I wanted to talk about here. Um, have you guys ever played Every Day the Same Dream? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It has the same kind of visual pop art sort of style, not pop art, but like a, you know, like graphics sort of style mm-hmm. um, where everybody's just composed of really simple shapes without a lot of detail.
1: Yeah,
2: um, And it's the exact same premise of, like, you're wandering through this kind of same thing over and over, um and and trying to find all the different story permutations.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right? true. I, um, I did it, not even think about that.
2: Yeah, it, it was really interesting to me to sort of like mentally compare those two because they, they're basically the same game in a lot of ways. Everyday the Same Dream is a Flash game. It's a free game. If anybody hasn't played it, you can go play it online. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool. And the idea is that you are like this office worker guy and you're basically just going through the same like work day every day at the office and you're trying to find like the little permutations that make it different and if you get all of them then there's like a special ending Mm -hmm. um but they have very different like thematic approaches to what that repetition of story signifies right because in this game it's about adventure it's about like you know you go out and it you know you go out the same way but you never know what you might run into and today it might be different than last time and it's all an adventure cuz who knows where you'll go next mm-hmm. um whereas everyday the same dream is this is a horrible boring monotony and if you don't find a way to make it slightly different all you can do is go through the same horrible boring monotony day after day after day
0: yep it's a lot more bleak yeah it's extremely bleak <laughs>
2: But it's interesting that those two games these two games basically use the exact same mechanic to try and make more or less the opposite point.
0: Yeah. The same mechanic and and very similar visuals. And even even the way the the visuals diverge is indicative of the message where every day the same dream is is largely monochromatic. Whereas Mm -hmm. this is uh, it's colorful but it's not like it's desaturated colorful, yeah. so yeah. it's a sort of
2: pastel palette. Mm
0: hmm. Yeah.
2: And that's and that's very like, you know, optimistic and fairy tale like in its yeah. in its visual style.
1: Mm-hmm. So that, I think it fits be better good. in Everyday the Same Dream. <laughs>
2: yeah. Is because, it because you found well, the story monotonous?
1: At least after like two or three repetitions. Mm-hmm it sort of felt like, what's the point of adventure? It's pretty much the same thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that it would be cool if, in addition to the different branching stories, there were like more little fun, weird easter eggs in the game. Because right? it didn't feel a lot like exploration. It felt like okay, I know there's like X number of paths. You know, what? really what it should have been was those two games should have been should have used the each other's mechanics because in Burly Men at Sea, there's like a really like straight sense of branching Mm -hmm. um, where, you know, there's like clear branch points and there's clearly two ways you can go at each branch point. Whereas in every day, the same dream, it's more about like the branch points are hidden and you have to figure out what you can do differently that you didn't think of before.
1: And Maybe I think it's more like Stanley parable,
0: yeah, that's an interesting it is it is I mean like mechanically they're not similar, but but in terms of the way the the story branches, definitely
2: yeah, although I would say like Stanley parable um encourages you to try and fight the game more right it encourages you to, to test the limits and see if you can break the way the game is. Whereas Burly Men at Sea is like, no, we look at all these like lovely little story variations we prepared for you. Please follow each of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And
2: there's kind of nothing, nothing else you could do about that.
0: The Stanley Parable is also like weirdly in the middle where there are obvious branches, but then there are branches that are so obscure that there's no way you could possibly find them without looking them up. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and this one's like just it's very guided. It's I guess for for an ad- game about adventure, it doesn't feel very adventurous. Like there's not a lot of exploring. You're just following the narrative that they give you.
0: Yeah. Also, it it almost feels like like maybe we're not the target audience like maybe the target audience <laughs> is actually younger. <laughs> that's possible And I, I don't know so did, did either of you see the the bit about how you can actually buy physically bound books of, yeah, I was of the endings about- Yeah and I don't I don't know if that supports or or disproves my theory that this is like more for kids but anyway that's so every time you get an ending there's a, a like a little numerical code associated with it and you click on like they all are stored as books on a bookshelf in the coffee shop so you can go and you can look at you know what what the map looked like for that book and it gives you a little URL and you go to the URL and you put in the the number and it gives you the option to buy a hardbound like embossed cover Illustrated color book of your adventure, and I don't know what what the inside of that looks like. I'm assuming it's just
2: like screenshots like of like the game, basically. Yeah,
0: like a like a storybook layout featuring the same art that you encountered in the game, the same art and the same text. Which, which... would
2: ami-
0: admittedly be gorgeous to have as like a coffee yeah. table book. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was kind of tempted to get one.
0: <laughs> so was I. They're like I don't know. 30 they're like 30, bucks, 30 bucks. Like yeah, that's. That's that's a bit of a hard sell, but the book is like it's a really good-looking book. They they like if I hadn't already encountered that the exact same media just in digital format, it would have been a lot more tempting, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um but yeah, it, it basically generates a a, a ch- something that's really similar to a children's storybook. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's if if Again, I don't know if that supports or disproves my, my, my thinking here, but either way... Can you,
2: you get that URL like the very first time you return to the coffee shop, right? You don't have to find all the endings in order Yeah, to...
0: no, you can get that at any time.
2: Yeah, so I wonder if that's more appealing to someone who, who is the sort of person who only plays the game once and gets a particular story, and then it's like, that's it. That's my story. That's how I played this game. That's the story it has for me. And therefore, like, this is the book I get of it. Yeah, I don't know. Because for me, as just this is sort of, Carl, what you were talking about it seems like if there are that many stories then none of them is really the, like, quote unquote, canonical story. Right? So I wouldn't know, like, which book I would get because none of them feels like the true version of how, you know, the burly men spent their day.
1: Yeah. I would probably get, like, the first one I did. With the seals. Maybe actually the word version where you succeed with the seals.
2: That could be.
0: Yeah. I'd probably just get, like, the cutest one.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is, like, I'd get the one with the, like, characters that I was most interested in keeping around, which would probably have to be the mountain man. Um, Yeah. Although, I do, I do like the jellyfish and the seals.
0: I know. It's, it's a difficult choice. I wonder, I wonder how many, like, how many people have actually opted to uh to buy the books i I'd, I'd be really curious to see what kind of numbers they have for purchase of those
2: hmm. yeah it's a cool concept like i as i say like if it weren't 30 bucks like i'm super tempted
0: <laughs> yeah because
2: their art is so pretty like it's just a great art book to have
0: mhm yeah
2: definitely uh-huh.
1: also it's a story i've already I've already experienced.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it would be... Sort of a hard sell. Yeah, it would not be a piece of media to consume so much as it would be like a memento. Like a thing that you can look at and go like, oh yeah, wasn't that fun? But like 30 bucks is a bit much for a souvenir.
0: Yeah. And then again, at the same time, like if you really want a memento that you don't want to spend money on, you can just boot up the game and play the same story iteration again. (laughs) <laughs> that's
2: true. But I don't know. I I enjoy having like physical
0: artifacts yeah, like that. That's, so. that's fair. And I mean, like I said, the the design of the book looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like as a coffee table piece.
2: Yeah, and exactly that. Like it's a coffee table book is more shareable in a way that the game isn't
0: mm-hmm.
2: in some senses because like you can have somebody who can you know comes over and it's like it sorry, let's think to the jet. Fuck your yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. Listening, uh... listening to
0: the bombs drop.
2: <laughs> and uh, and going, like, oh, and you, like, what's this thing? And you can be like, oh, you know, that was this game I played, Like, and then they can just flip through it and see it, and you don't have to, like, spend the half hour it takes to, like, do a playthrough of the game to show them. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's a sort of more, like, I guess, like, abbreviated version of the experience that you can show to someone else. Yeah. In the same way you might, like, show someone, like, pictures of your trip for five minutes, and then they didn't have to come on the trip with you.
0: That's true.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, but on the on the subject of like having a canonical ending, uh, one thing I would have really liked is the uh, Every Day the Same Dream has a special ending if you've found all of the variations. Like, if you find all the variations and then you come in one more day like something really unique happens and i won't spoil it for those who want to like go out and play that game because it's a it's a really interesting game and it's a pretty short experience especially if you like you know try to find things and then if you don't just game fact how to get the other and like the other endings yeah um but it it feels very final and it feels like it you know makes its point um in some ways um you can argue about like whether that's a good point or like whether you like the way it ends but you know it it does feel like an ending um whereas this you just like you get the last book and the guy says great awesome and then you're back out on the island again and you can just go out again and replay any of the stories immediately and yeah. there's no like single like ending ending and i'm I, that left me really disappointed i really wanted there to be like one i don't know final moment or or some kind of epilogue or coda or something.
0: Yeah, I, I was also hoping for that. Like you get a slightly different line of dialogue from the sea serpent and then a slightly different line of dialogue from the coffee shop man. And then you, you're back at it. I guess I didn't go and talk to the townspeople to see if they had anything different to say. I really I, I doubt... did. They
2: don't. Okay,
0: yeah, they I was don't. gonna say I I didn't because I strongly doubted that they would.
2: And I even went out to see again just to see if like something else might happen, like maybe the whale wouldn't be there or something. But nope, you just go through it all again and you get to the end and the, the sea serpent has like another slightly different dialogue of like, ah yes, you have you have realized the truth that like treading paths again is how we realize something, something about stories, something, something. I don't I don't remember. It wasn't like it wasn't particularly like edifying or, or yeah, moving or yeah. anything. That's yeah, okay.
1: I'm so glad that there's not a special ending.
2: <laughs> would you have felt bad if there was?
1: Yeah, because then I would have had to play all the endings, even though I didn't want to, <laughs> just to see, like, the end.
2: Well, but it would have felt, I don't know, like a more complete experience. Otherwise, it just feels like, hey, you did all those things, have a pat on the back, you got all the achievements.
1: Like To be fair, like, repeating endings is not a thing for me. So therefore... I should. I'm okay with like having a final ending, yeah. Because I accept that it's not for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So anyway, I it's the uh, there, uh, I have such mixed feelings about this game. Yep. I in some ways I love it so much. Like there's so much that's incredibly charming about it, and yeah. like the brothers are great, and the dialogue is funny, and. Just like there's some I guess I just want it to be more than it is,
0: like really badly <laughs> i i I agree with you completely for sure, like yeah there's there's so much character to this game and it's it's it, it's one of those things that like if you're not grinding out endings, it feels good to just be like, what's gonna happen next like the first the first few playthroughs of it where where you don't know you know exactly the way the paths are laid out it's like okay this is this is interesting like what am i gonna see mm-hmm. what are what are my options of dealing with this uh and then and then it sort of settles into a monotony of of grinding out endings if you choose to do that yeah and and there's not a whole lot of a payoff i guess besides yeah getting all the endings so
2: yeah yeah, Carl, you were on the right track with just like playing a few until you get bored and then stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. And I, I I feel like I would maybe have gotten more out of it if I had played it on mobile. Just like a little like a story here or there. Rather than rather than doing doing it that way for part of it and then grinding at the rest of them. But I also I mean... don't know if I would have Felt the same about the ending.
1: This really feels like a game where I could like play with one of my sister's children. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, what's gonna happen next?" Yeah. You play for like twenty minutes, get a yeah, ending. Yeah,
2: they're pretty short, and it's it's true that also little kids have a much higher tolerance for repetition.
0: Yeah. Than adults,
2: so like maybe that's another point in favor of it's a little kid's
0: game, right? yeah actually that that's something that I now might ha- I like I might have to buy the mobile version because whenever i whenever I go and visit my sister and see my nieces, my older niece always like wants to play games on my phone
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this would actually be this would actually be cool because not only does she always want to play games on my phone but it's like a story that I could read to her and yeah. she loves the ocean and like ocean creatures she's obsessed with ocean creatures so that would also be good.
2: Yeah, see? Perfect. I
0: might have to do that, yeah. Hmm.
2: Alright, so that's... Anyway, that's Burly Men at Sea. Yeah. Um, so, really good, but, like, not... Like, not quite the, the gem that I wish it was.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But definitely worth
2: a view, at least, in terms of, like, God, it's pretty. Yeah,
0: and it's... I don't remember how it's much... interesting.
2: Yeah, it's interesting and I feel like it was fairly cheap. It was like 10 bucks or something. I'm on the store page yeah, now when we look,
0: It's 10 bucks and then I want to say it was like 5 on on mobile.
2: Yeah, I think I got it um on the Steam sale, so I probably got it even cheaper than that, but Yeah. Um yeah, yeah
0: it's so... it's 4.99 on the Google Play Store and also four. so it's it's 5 bucks on on mobile and 10 on PC. Yeah, so
2: if you need like you know, something to do with your niece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's I I would highly recommend it for that purpose. Um, but yeah, I, I do you think we should like see if Shanbo wants to play this on play by play at some point? Because I feel like he might. This is a really interesting game to compare and contrast with, uh, um, Old Man's Journey as well,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which was also a game about like. An old man travelling that had weird movement mechanics.
0: <laughs> True.
2: Um, not not I mean, obviously not quite the same as this, but like I feel like there are things about this that Seanbo would probably have interesting things to say.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Huh. I mean, yeah, worth definitely worth mentioning.
2: Yeah, maybe huh. we should recommend it to him on Twitter or something.
0: Petition, yeah. <laughs>
2: Anywho, uh shall I enter the next game? Yes, go for it, unless anybody else has any final comments on Burly men at sea? Nope.
1: I can talk about the fact that it took me like one and a half adventure before I realized they're facing towards the camera. I thought they were facing <laughs> the other way, and that was like a sack they had on their back,
2: <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. I mean that's the that's the downside of like the very like, uh, s- simple graphical art style, right? Is that it's it, doesn't always read a
0: hundred percent of the time. Yeah, now I'm looking at an image and I'm like squinting my eyes at it and being like, yeah, that could totally be a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah, huh? That's that's funny.
2: <laughs> there, I. These I I really like the these characters like I'm I'm actually kind of semi serious about like I really wouldn't mind getting it like if I was gonna get a tattoo the sea serpent from Burly Men at Sea is like would definitely be up there among possible choices yeah it's a She's good just real pretty it's a good design
0: definitely hmm.
2: and you know dragons
0: dragons so yes dragons.
2: what was the name that they gave her. They only say it after the first iteration of the story.
0: Oh, I don't remember. It's been so long since I've played very,
2: it. it. It was very Swedish-looking.
0: Uh,
2: like, Jorm or something like that?
1: Jormungand. Perhaps?
2: It wasn't There, It was, uh... Uh... See?
0: C- oh, yeah,
1: I remember something. It was something...
0: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to, like, I googled it, and I'm trying to find out, find the name, but I... Oh no, don't autoplay. Don't autoplay! <laughs> no, it's auto playing. Stop it! <laughs> <sighs>
2: um. So, did we say that the, the developers of this game were Swedish? Was that something that came
1: up? I don't think they are.
2: Okay, I, don't... I can't... I, try, I was trying to remember, I know that we talked about a Swedish game when we were, like, looking at our list of games that we were going to play, but I couldn't remember if it was this one or not.
1: I think it was based on, like, Scandinavian mythology. Oh, well, based yeah. on
2: Norwegian myth. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think like, most of this stuff I've never heard here.
2: Okay. But, but
1: I'm... Like, it's Norwegian, so...
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just... I was curious if it was... If it did end up being Swedish, I was wondering about... um. Oh, good, it's... Yeah, it's out of playing. Um... The time article is autoplaying.
0: Yeah, that's the one I that's the one I was yeah. on. Uh, uh n-
2: no. But I was I was curious if it matched up with like, you know, traditional folktales and how much of it was like actually based on traditional fairy tale and how much of it was uh just like, you know, their own creation their own creation and stuff. Cuz like clearly selkies are a real mythological thing and I Yeah. Don't
0: know. Apparently both of these developers are actually American. Okay. One of them so, one of them is former Pixar. Ah, oh, that
2: that sort of explains some things. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe it doesn't. It's, yeah.
0: Anyway. That's uh
2: Alright. So next game. Any more thoughts on this one? No,
0: I'm good. Yeah.
1: I'm done.
2: Alright. Um so speaking of burly men, um
0: Good. <laughs> Uh
2: the next game we are gonna be playing, to I think not that many people's surprise probably, uh, is Dream Daddy.
0: Yeah. I that's mean we the, uh, we talked about it site last site. time, so Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. We're playing oh, we're playing Dream Daddy. Yep. So this is released by the Game Grumps, um, which are a like a loosely connected YouTube community of people who do like streaming and reviews and a bunch of stuff, um, and do, like, some skits together and things, I think. Yeah. Uh, And they, you know, teamed up with some of their friends to make a game uh, that's a dating sim in which you are a uh, single dad um, meeting and romancing other single dads. Yep. Although it turns out actually not all of them are single dads, but uh, at least one of them is married. So... Um yeah, it's a dad romance dating sim. Everybody's everybody's talking about it lately. Everybody's sharing their dad sonas
0: online. Everybody's everybody's watching in horror as as fan art causes colossal meltdowns amidst the community. Oh boy, that was bad. What happened? Oh, there was there was a s- lot of things happened. Yeah, there was um uh, an artist who who basically just did a gender swap drawing except that it's implied apparently, I haven't, I mean I haven't gotten to this point it's implied that one of the dads is uh, a trans man and so it's transphobic to portray that character as a woman and I mean I understand I understand like that the uh dislike of that but if you're
2: gender swapping all the dads then wouldn't it be transphobic to not gender swap that character because you're saying that like they already are female and therefore can't be gender swapped
0: yeah it 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 spawned a huge debate and there were a lot of death threats flung around uh of
2: course there were because the internet
0: of course there Um... were because because i mean Not to disparage Tumblr too much, but I feel like this game attracts a lot of Tumblr. And you know how Tumblr is with their fandoms. Yep. (laughs) So. There's
1: a lot
2: of things I like about Tumblr, Mm -hmm. but they can get kind of caught up sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I should say we can get kind of caught up sometimes. (laughs) I am not immune from that group. Anyway, um... So it's it's getting a lot of praise for being like extremely well written mm-hmm. which I have already started playing it and it really is like there's a lot of times where I've like just literally been laughing at the dialogue and it's like very cute and sincere and there's a lot of things I like about it so far. I yeah. was just going to watch other people stream it. I wasn't going to like say we should play it for the podcast or you know like like spend the money on it but then uh Too my late. friend my friend Brit started playing it. And she's like, "You have to play it too, so that we can talk about it." And I'm like, "God damn it, all right, <laughs> I'm doing this, so
1: I'm kind of worried about this game because I've heard a lot about it, but I've not heard a single thing about the actual content of the game. Yeah, and those kinds of games worry me
2: well i mean it's a it's a dating sim, so it it feels like so far the content feels like not that different from when we played um, Hustle Cat, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I feel like in terms of...
2: The characters are maybe slightly less two-dimensional than the Hustle Cat characters. Yeah,
0: and I feel like in terms of being worried about hype, which I I generally... uh, I I tend to be turned off by massive amounts of hype, Mm -hmm. but... It was the same thing that happened when we played Undertale. As I was, I was turned off by the hype surrounding Undertale, but I still wanted to play the game, and it turned out to be great. And I enjoyed Undertale a lot. So I'm just gonna hope that this also turns out to be good and a thing that I enjoy.
2: Yeah. So we'll see. I'm I'm only like you know I think I've I've done a first date with like most of the dads and a second date with one of the dads. And I think there's there's like a three heart meter, so I assume you get three dates. Um, but I don't actually know that. Uh, so, well, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Um, so far I'm liking it though. So far there's been a lot of cuteness, and I'm I'm growing more and more attached to my dad Sona. I tweeted his picture. You
0: guys can go check him out. Ooh, I'll have to tweet my dad Sona, which is just yeah, which I
2: <sighs> I've, I it, failed it's... to take a picture on the character creation screen, which I probably should have. So yeah, I'll only get like the little. Bust version but
0: I mean I basically just did what I always do when I have to create a male character is I made my boyfriend um, <laughs> well, so...
2: Brit, so Brit is playing as dad nine which oh, is God. kind of hilarious <laughs> she made Sean plot
0: good <laughs> and Excellent. she did a pretty
2: good job actually like he looks pretty great
0: yeah I was so. I was surprised at, at the ease with which I was able to bake uh, bake my an equivalent of my boyfriend in the game so yeah good good. Yeah. props to their character creator yep. already anyway so, that's... everybody
2: go play that finish at least one storyline yep you don't have to play it multiple times and get all the dads but you know we can hopefully at least have like one ending to talk about and uh yeah tell us you know tell us what you think if you have strong feelings come host it with us next time yes
0: I I, I hope someone comes and talks with us about this game
2: maybe I'll see if Britt wants to do it yeah because I bet she'd be a great guest on the podcast she's yeah. like super busy as stuff though so we'll see if, if she has the time yeah but if cool. she does I'd love to I'd love for her to come host
0: yeah that'd be good all right so I guess that's the end of the episode we can we can plug stuff now <laughs> right okay, okay. Uh, hi I'm Kelso uh, at, at Kelso Time Bomb on Twitter uh, I run the, the the podcast Twitter. You can you can follow us there for news updates, etc. Uh, also, gonna gonna plug because I started a dedicated Twitter for my my art. Oh which, nice! Which is it's linked in in my regular Twitter profile, but it's also I'll just tell you what it is right now. It's just at Kate Time Art. All you know, no spaces, whatever. So uh, you know, if you wanna look at look at my my dumb art, you can do that, and it'll be fun. I'm following you right now. Cool. <laughs>
2: um, so I am Kyla Fury. I stream on Sunday mornings uh, a uh, a show where I play um, old classic games that I never got around to playing when they were new. Um, usually that are too long to stream very well. Uh, so currently we're playing Super Mario RPG. I'm having kind of mixed feelings about it. There's a there's a lot of frustration in trying to do isometric uh, platforming, um, but you know we're getting through it. Uh, so we'll see if we'll see if I keep playing that. Probably I will because I'm bad at not I'm bad at giving things up, um, even when I probably should.
1: Uh, so that's Sunday
2: mornings at ten Pacific, and. Um, yeah, at Kyla underscore Go on Twitter for details about schedule changes and things like that. For instance, I'm once again have a thing next Sunday, so I won't be streaming next Sunday. But hopefully, after that, my Sundays should calm down a little bit.
0: Yeah, we're. You said you mostly travel like during the summer. We're we're getting, is that right? Towards the end of the yeah, summer, yeah. Summer getting towards the end, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully things become a little less stressful for you. <laughs> All right, Carl.
1: Yeah, I'm at Skog3 on Twitter. I'm gonna start posting more stuff of what I actually do. I think.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, that'd be good. You're we want to see all, all the like, We want to see all <laughs> the games you've been making <laughs> at
0: school and stuff. Yeah, that would be super cool to see. All right. Yeah. So play Dream Daddy. To pick your favorite dad. Tell us about your dads. Lana... So far, I'm, I'm
2: romancing, I'm trying to figure out whether I should romance music dad or fitness dad.
0: Mm. So. That's a tough choice. I Kelso, I assume you will go immediately for goth dad. I am immediately going for goth dad. <laughs> but, but I like, I, I, so far I've done all of like the, like I've met all of the dads and I haven't like yeah. gone on any dates, but I liked, I liked the scene with the music dad. Because because of the options, I was like, "Oh man, they're making references to like Mac Demarco. That's good. Like, that's that's not a reference that I would have expected."
2: See, see, here's the thing. Music Dad is the only dad that I've been on dates two dates with so far, and he's also the only dad I have not gotten an S rank date with so far because I am terrible at music and I know nothing about music.
0: Oh no. <laughs> i didn't realize the dates were ranked oh that's uh oh
2: yeah you get graded on these dates but oh, anyway man. people will find out more about this as they play <laughs>
0: yeah cool but yeah definitely going for goth dad first because i'm i'm it's it's too on brand for me <laughs> like i i just i'm i'm like contractually ob- obligated at this point Yep, fair enough what can you do so yeah that's that's it we'll be talking about dream daddy next week and uh, we will see you, not next week, next episode. Yep. And probably two weeks. Yeah, probably two weeks. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening. Buh-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.